Hey, ghoul friends, it's me, Adrian, or Aiden. Either way, I am still your host, and you are still listening to Susto, the podcast of spooky, scary stories. Thank you all so much for being here. Thanks for tuning in once more. And if this is your first time, welcome. Thank you for being here. Grab a seat. Place your fingers on the Ouija planchette. I'm just kidding. We're not using a Ouija board. Have you all ever used a Ouija board before? If you've ever used one, let me know. And if you have like a spooky experience with it, please tell me. I would love to hear about that. I have used one before. It was at theater camp and the dorm, God, it was somewhere in Texas. I can't even remember which city it was. It was like a small university. And the dorm that we were staying at or that I was staying in was across the alleyway so it was the dorm then an alleyway and then a cemetery and so me and a group of the boys that I was with decided it would be fun to make our own Ouija board and play with it so we did that just out of like notebook paper we did that and then someone had found like a broken lens or like their glasses or I don't know something but we somehow made it work and played with the Ouija board we feel like we made contact with someone. I'm not exactly sure how accurate or how true it was. I know I wasn't moving the the lens around or what we were using as a planchette. I know that I wasn't moving it around. It felt like it was being moved, but that could have just been somebody else moving it, you know? Anyway, if you have your own Ouija board stories, I would love to hear it. I'm really excited about this next batch of Susto mail that I'm sending out because these are some of my favorite gifts that I'm giving. So I worked with this artist that I have posted before on the Susto social medias and they go by Art Toast Adrian. So if you are on Instagram, please please make sure to check them out and go look at their art again. That is at Art Toast Adrian. We share the same name. I don't think we've ever actually talked about that, but <laughs> we do. And uh, Adrian is an extremely talented artist. He's posted the piece before. It's the Mano Peluda piece, and I am doing foiling on top of it. So if you haven't seen it, go check out the social medias. That's at Susto Podcast. I will be posting it on there, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm going to try and make a TikTok for this one too, because it was a really fun process. So you can check that out again on the social medias. And again, this is a gift. It's an exclusive for the best ghoul friends on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash used podcast. Uh, as you may know already, best ghoul friends get free gifts whenever they are available, whenever I make them. But those are just extra perks when you sign up. So again, thank you, Adrian, for allowing me to collaborate with you on your art. It looks really cool. Again, if you haven't seen it, go check out his page and mine. Make sure to follow us both. So we're going to go ahead and jump into today's episode, which is the Puerto Mont haunting. In 2017, the Chilean police force of Puerto Montt, Chile, received a terrifying phone call from a local family. According to the family members, they were experiencing a series of violent paranormal attacks in their own home. On February 27, 2017, a group of carabineros, Chile's militarized police force, claimed they experienced a series of paranormal events in the home in the southern city of Puerto Montt after responding to a call for help from a terrified family living a real nightmare. 
Upon arriving, we could observe that there were several broken windows and mattresses outside the house, Sergeant Boris Olavaria told the local press regarding his visit to the home. Upon entering, the family told us that there had been paranormal activity. At first, it was strange, but once inside, I was questioning one of the owners when a shovel fell down from the attic. The officer said that he was personally attacked during his time in the house and felt a diabolical presence. I called upon the devil, telling him to get out of there, and when I was leaving, I felt a knife graze my back. Since I was wearing a bulletproof vest, I was able to avoid injury, Olavaria said. The residents of the home spoke with security forces, telling them that something was lifting objects and starting small fires. There was a moment when one could detect smoke and there was nobody inside, said the carabinero. The family complained that an unknown feminine silhouette has been appearing on their videos and photos, and at night they hear screams telling them to leave the house. Reporter Alexis Ruiz with the Puerto Montt Informa Media outlet said she suffered paranormal attacks on Monday when she was interviewing the family inside the house. At the time of the conversation, a sack of potatoes caught on fire. Then a vase was thrown to the floor and later I was attacked with a kitchen utensil, she said. Ruiz added that she experienced strange things during her meeting with the family, adding that she felt like something didn't want to let her continue with her information-gathering work inside the home, like something was hiding and wanted to remain undiscovered. One of my arms felt numb. I don't know what the reason was because I hadn't exerted myself. Inside, we felt strange, very exhausted, depressed. It seemed that something was trying to prevent us from finishing the interview. Our telephone signal was cut off without explanation, she said. The local citizens and the family, terrified about all these events, called a priest to bless the house and repel the dark forces that wander around it. One of the children living there entered with the priest and recorded video of furniture falling down around him. Thankfully, they noticed and were able to dodge it. In the recording, you can see the priest terrified by the paranormal happenings and refusing to give any statement after failing to drive away the unwanted guests. To this day, the validity of the haunting of the Puerto Montt house has been an item of speculation among mediums and paranormal investigators around the world. But the question still remains, would you spend a night in the Puerto Montt house? This was another one of those, just like a good old-fashioned haunted house story. I love those. I don't think I've ever lived in a haunted house. I'm not sure. No, I have been to a haunted house before, or to a house that me and other people thought was haunted. Obviously, the Laborde house. I did an episode about that one. That was like a... I was just visiting a location that was said to be haunted, right? I'm talking about growing up, either my house or my friends or family's houses. My house, I, I never 
noticed or felt any sort of presence or activity, thankfully, but other people's houses. So one of my best friend's house, I should have her on one day so that we can just talk about some of the shit that we've experienced because for some reason, whenever I was around her in her childhood home, there was always something. We would always see something, we'd always hear something, or other people would hear or see things in that house when I was hanging around. And she would always blame me. And I was like, you know what? I can't even be mad at you because I would be mad too. <laughs> There's not too much context about this house. Like I said, it's just a good old fashioned haunted house. The research that I tried doing for this, all of the links that I went through, all of the pages and the articles that I read through, they were all pretty much the same story, give or take a few details. So I had to piece it together. And the main ones that I used were from foxnews.com. And this one is, it's called Haunted House in Southern Chile, Spooks Entire Town, Including Police Officers. And this one was published in... February 28th, 2017. So I actually looked up that date and what day of the week that was. And that was a couple days after the Monday. So as soon as this happened, it seemed like it was breaking news, I guess. And I think mainly because the police force was also freaked out by this. There are very few stories where we've had authorities, government authorities that have also corroborated the story. And I forgot which I want to say the other one was that talked about the police officers corroborating that story, actually putting in official police documents that, you know, this, it was haunted, or there were unexplainable happenings. So again, the ones that I'm referencing are either the case of Claudia Mijangos, which is episode 33. The other one that I'm talking about is, it is Estefania Gutierrez Lázaro, aka the Vallecas case. Uh, Those two, I think, are two of my favorites. Like I said before, there this crossover of true crime and the paranormal is one of my favorite intersections to listen to or to read about. So that was really interesting. But other than that, there's there wasn't really any other background about this. I, I referenced the videos in the story towards the end about how one of the children went into the house with the priest while they were trying to do it. I'm guessing like a blessing or a cleansing or an exorcism of the home and that apparently it didn't work and that there was all this stuff that happened. The link that I read that from was from uh, efsantabarbaranews.com and it's titled Haunted House in Puerto Montt, Chile. This was published March 23rd, 2017. So again, all these articles were published pretty soon immediately after the news broke about how haunted this house was i'm guessing after the police visit because that gave it some sort of validity at the end of this one so it talks about those videos and there's three links here and they're links to youtube but none of them work i tried them each of them say this video isn't available anymore and so i was really upset about that because i was like god it would have been so cool to see also all of these links are going to be in the google doc on patreon for the ghoul friends so you can see the direct links to them but again, these three YouTube videos, I clicked all three. I'm clicking them right now again, just just to triple check. And yeah, I'm just getting the notification on YouTube. This video isn't available anymore. So that made me really sad. But then I tried searching Haunted House Puerto Montt or Casa Embrujada Puerto Montt, Chile. And there was a bunch of the news reports that came out about it. There was also some that were claiming that it was false. Each of those was a good 10, 15, 30 minutes. I wanted to watch them, but also... With any sort of haunting, there's always going to be people that are going to try and investigate the validity of it, right? And one of the things that I noticed in 
another page. I don't know if I put it on the links. Yes, I did. From dailystar.co.uk is it, it's called Media Makes Shocking Claim Over House So Haunted Police Evacuated It. This medium was saying, and this is why I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this video because it's going to be a bunch of back and forth about it could be and it couldn't, but no real answer, no like solid point of view from one person. But this person, it says a medium named Vanessa Duroc or Deroche visited the house in Puerto Montt in Chile to discover if a poltergeist was responsible for reports of flying objects. The property had shot to fame around the world after videos showed cupboards opening by themselves and objects moving. Police officers were called to the house by residents who originally claimed it was on fire before revealing the scary secret. And so it kind of retells that story and then it goes to what the medium said. And she says, as part of a Chilean show, Mucho Gusto, she decided to investigate and claims all was not what it seemed. She said, we went to the house, we arrived with the equipment. At first I saw things fly, but then there were things that did not match. When we set the cameras up, nothing happened. When there was no cameras, things moved. We went to investigate a paranormal case, and in the end we discovered that it was not such that it was a trick that mobilized all of Chile but she claimed there was still an entity in the house. See, I didn't like that answer. You're saying that you saw things moving around and that when you set the cameras up that nothing happened, but when there was no cameras that things did happen. So you're saying that it was all a hoax, but that there was an entity there. So that's not a real answer to me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry, Vanessa, but that to me is not, I think, a good enough answer. Because again, you're saying yes, no, yes, no. If anything, I think it shows signs of an intelligent haunting, which is usually is what a poltergeist is. It's able to react to to us when we ask questions, when we ask for signs, for, you know, just for looking for a response. Because when the cameras were set up, it wasn't showing any sign. But then the cameras were taken down and there were things moving. So that I think to me shows a sign of intelligence from the spirit that it's able to communicate with us. And even further, it's able to fuck with us a little bit, you know? There's tons of cases like that or tons of stories, I should say, where people are like, no, I swear this thing happened. And as soon as they try and prove it, the ghost is like, crickets, you know? Which I think is funny. If I was left to wander the earth as a spirit or if i was able to visit i would definitely mess with people it's got to be fun you know but anyway that's really all the context that i had for that one so we'll go ahead and wrap that up but i do have some questions for you after this little interlude Alright, so the questions that I had for you. I I've been reading a lot. <laughs> I got my library card, like I think I mentioned previously, and I really wanna do like a book review and I just want to see if that's something that you all would be interested in. I really do take your feedback into consideration. So please, please, please hit me up about that and let me know if that's something you'd be interested in. I could dedicate an episode to that. Let me know if you would be okay with that. Another question I wanted to ask is if I launched kind of like a street team where if I sent you, 
either flyers or stickers with a QR code for people to scan and like on their phones and check out Susto if anyone would be willing or would want to put those up for me. Now, I don't want you all to vandalize <laughs> or to stick them in like really inappropriate places, but like if there's like a bulletin board somewhere either at like a restaurant or a cafe or a library, anywhere, somewhere that's going to allow you to put up a flyer or some places will have like stickers outside if you all would be interested and willing in basically kind of creating a little Susto street team, let me know and I will send you the materials for that, the stickers and the flyers so that you all can post them up. I'm just trying to gauge interest at this point. And I'm also going to post that on the social media so that I can get a better idea of how many people would be down for this. And then I can, you know, of course, get your information and send that to you. And if you have not already gotten or if you're not signed up to be a patron, then I like I'll send you a sticker or something for your for your help. And as a sign of my gratitude, just let me know. And before I sign off, I'm going to do as always, the patron shoutouts. So thank you so much to all of my active patrons. Today's episode was brought to you by Ashes, Jennifer, Brenda, Denise, Dottie, Anna, Desiree, Monica, Jeannie, Cami, Julie, Lori, Karen, Julianne, Mandy, Angela and Co., Sam, Josette, Victoria, D, Eva, Mario, April, Luther, Ale, Sadie and Liza. Again, I'm I need to do some breathing work to see if I can get through that entire list in one breath. That's gonna be my challenge at the end of every episode now. So thank you all so much to those patrons. If you are interested in becoming a patron, you can do so by visiting patreon.com slash podcast. I have multiple tiers and you get all these cool and fun perks and benefits that go with them. Also, if you are interested in purchasing your own Susto merch, please send me a DM on any of the social medias that's at Susto Podcast. And I have stickers. I still have pins. I'm down to make koozies and shirts and stuff. Y'all just let me know. And one final thing, if you have your own scary story that you would like to share with me, again, I'm doing that call out for Ouija board stories. You can do so by sending them to me in a DM. You can also send me an email to sustopodcast at gmail.com or you can leave it in a five-star review and I will use those stories in a Letters from the Beyond episode. If it's not a story, if it's a video, if it's a picture, if it's an audio recording, still send that my way and I'll post it on the socials. Thank you all so much for listening today. I appreciate you. I'll talk to you in the next episode and stay out of strangers' houses. Bye.